Welcome back to your podcast, people. Back again this week. Uh, joined by a very special guest, Ben Eastwood's in now. How are you doing, mate? You all right? <laughs> I'm all right, my man. <laughs> mate, thank you for having me. Mate, thank you for coming up. Mm. I say coming up, sounds like you live quite close to me. Yeah, 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 turns out we do. Yeah, so you, you, live, you live kind of in around Simley, don't you? Yeah, in around Simley. Moved over here about four years ago from Stockport. Oh, so is that where you... So I know, obviously, you've got your gym, which we'll get to. That's based in Stockport. So yeah, have yeah. you always kind of lived in and around Stockport? Yeah, then? grew up in Stockport. Moved about a few different places within Stockport. And then uh, me and the wife decided to move probably about four years ago. And um, she works at Tameside A&E. Ah, oh, nice. So it kind of makes sense. Then. Yeah, it made yeah. sense. Again, I know a few people from, from around that way as well. So it kind of bridged the gap. But also, we walked somewhere out a bit out in the out in the sticks. Yeah, it's nice around here, isn't it? Like, there's, it's a bit more of a prettier sort of yeah, man. place. And it's a lot quieter, apart from traffic, which we've <laughs> spoken about. We've spoken about yeah, if anyone knows about gossip, you can't get through in 10 minutes. It's, uh, it's half our job. <laughs> and that, and that yeah, is yeah. it. But yeah, it's, 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 and I suppose with like, the sort of the content you do, it kind of makes sense for you to be sort of out with sticks in it really yeah without, I think I think stop, like if you go to the edge of the Stockport it's got some nice place you can find mate with, with me you can find anything anywhere yeah yeah um, but definitely since moving out here um, the places are just absolutely phenomenal and yeah I, I like in my in where I am in time with my life at the minute my own headspace is important yeah of course and I think what you get around here is you can go out find somewhere and see little people and just be in a beautiful place Whereas when I was in Stockport, it's like you're on top of people and it's just quite Cramped. quite intense. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Just mentally and, and spacious-wise. So, yeah, it's, it's been a big move for us, but a positive one for the That's all that is, isn't it? It's a positive one. Well, I wanted to kind of touch on, because your Instagram mental, mate. Like, just, <laughs> just having a look down, your Instagram is mental. Like, you're climbing up rock faces, you're climbing up, like, waterfalls. You're just doing mad stuff. It's all just mad. So what's that kind of just stem from? Is it just something you enjoy? Is it like a hobby or...? Yeah, to be fair... It's it's funny because one of the one of the toughest things for me over the last couple of years is I started to create um, a company called obviously B One B One Mindset, mm-hmm. and that is about kind of you, you in life, self development about how you are moving forward in life. How you do you know yourself? Do you know where you want to go? Can you find yourself? How are things affecting you? And all this kind of stuff. But because my background is so fitness related, yes, yeah, yeah, it's it's been a tough shift to get people not to think. So B1's not about fitness. And I'm like, no. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, at the yeah. same time, fitness is my life. And when I say fitness, I just mean, like you say, going out and pushing my mind and body. So all that stuff that you see, I've been doing that since I was 16, 17. Jesus. Just in different ways. And it, and it was to help me. I, I, my, my teen years were ruthless. And um, I, I, it was an outlet for me that wasn't violence or, or crime or, or whatever it was. And I really had something to kind of put my focus into. And I think realistically, thinking over the last like year, year or so, and I've done a lot of in-depth work on myself, fitness was the first thing that I was good at. Mm-hmm. And it, it, just something in life that even I thought, I'm actually fucking good at this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I hung on to it and just give it everything I had. Everything else, like I was uh, terrible in school, then suspended, getting up, expe- getting expelled. I, I, was, I was switched on like, like I was smart, but you didn't go to school. Yeah, drugs, you, had, you, had, you had common sense, didn't you? But you yeah. just, did, you just didn't like, apply yourself. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's quite it's quite prominent in the northern sort of traditional sort of sort of northern towns. Like you, <laughs> you tend to find that the story is quite common because of kind of where we come from. Yeah. Like if you have a look at a lot of like your big like rugby league stars, is another one like St. Helens have just won 
in Trafalgar, I believe. No, no so, so to, to put a bit of backstory, so St. Helens are obviously a town just in, in between Wigan and, yeah, and Liverpool, yeah, yeah. and they've just gone over to the World Club champions and just won in Australia, which wow. never happens. It doesn't have ever happen. It happens every year where the champions of England, champions of Australia, um, and England never beat them. Right. But they did this year, and you can just tell they're all just traditional working class lads. Yeah, yeah. So do you feel like with your sort of focusing on like legit did that kind of just like completely change your life as soon as you found it or was it like a gradual process i think it i think if i didn't find a gym if i didn't have fitness in the gym i don't know where i'd be mm -hmm. in life as a whole i think i i think that the um, i think through through my younger teens I was dipping in and out of going to the gym, but I wasn't majorly fitness focused. That was just heavy, heavy, heavy drug taking, heavy, heavy kind of just bad behavior, crime and all that kind of stuff. Um, in in the, the flipper, I, I like I went through a lot of bullying. Um, so I kind of like had this, I had this switch personality of like, how can I make something of myself? And that was to be, so bad behaved that I got a name for myself. Okay. Does yeah, that yeah. make sense? Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I created a name for myself because I was like, how do I do it? So I started to become this really kind of reckless kid, like doing horrendous things to, 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 to people, to places, all this kind of stuff. And again, it was just a, it was a, it was a fake person because inside I was just, I was a scared kid at that time. Yeah. Man. Lost kid. Um, and then near the end of my, near the end of my teens, I started to get catched out a bit, if I'm honest with you. And we started to hang about with people that were a bit out of our league um, from, from inner Manchester. And I think I'd grown out of my shoes and I'd start to become someone that I really wasn't. But then when you start to hang around with people that are on the next level to the stuff you're doing... It clicks. It, and, yeah. yeah, so... so and, and, and there was a couple of situations, and one in particular, and it was like, I need to get out of this, man. I need to get away. Um, I was quite scared in, 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 in it's a powerful situation and I, and I pulled but I pulled that much that I came away from m my best mates and when when I say you, I came away from my best mates like my day ones yeah you're close because like, like, you grew up with yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the people that I see, I, see I, I kind of like it hits me a little bit now when you, when I see people who still got mates from when they were like tea, like uh, young and because um, that that's the I, for me they're the closest friendships you'll ever have you can still, don't get me wrong, mate, I've got some good cl close friends now, but, but the day one is, um, but I split from him um, and that became the most isolated I've ever been in my life. So I didn't see anyone. I was so um, alone. It was untrue. And that is when fitness saved me because I don't know where I'd have gone because I started to really kind of go into a bad, bad hole then. And I wouldn't see anyone. I'd just be in a room, wouldn't be going out. Um, obviously just addicted to a lot of drugs just because I was doing them anyway. So mm -hmm. then you can't just automatically stop that. But then fitness just became this this thing and I just applied myself and I used a lot of the pain that I was feeling at that time and just drilled it into to fitness. Mm -hmm. So people see me doing all this crazy stuff now, but they don't realise that, man, that's been 20 years of driving heavy emotions and dark thoughts into it and when most people give up it's because they've got something in the head saying oh it's, it's hurting yeah, yeah it's burning you're feeling out of breath but i've learned that at those times i've been like remember when this happened to you remember when he said that remember when he did this remember when you were there and those thoughts for me are like you ain't fucking stopping ben. so is that your motivation yeah in my mind yeah. i'm like ben you, you keep going right now and i and it's my ability to keep on pushing and 
it's what people always kind of think like how do you, how do you, what's you relentless with it and I'm like it's just ingrained within me and I, 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 I'm it, it's a tough one someone said to me once like you can't take away your past because it's made you who you are of course yeah, and yeah, I agree yeah. with that but I still think that I can help people find something now that, that breeds that I'm not saying they need to be as relentless as I am within that but I, but I feel like anyone in life can pursue something now kind of like what you're doing with this and this is why I kind of like I, I, I found a lot of respect and what to be on this I appreciate you having me on but it's like you found something that you want to do that you've got yeah. passion for so you've gone and done it and, and, and you're putting work in to make it happen and to make it as good as it is and the quality that it is there's a lot of people out there that just start to become lost but just haven't got the oomph to go and do something about it yeah do you, know do, what I mean? do, do you find like I, I find that a lot with PTs a lot because you know PTs it's probably one of the most saturated job markets in the world isn't it <laughs> yeah, like, it just is and the people at the top are, always have the same mindset, I tend to feel like, where it's, like, obviously, with no excuses. So, yeah, um, amen. like, you, you can tell why. Like, I just, I, when, when I was waiting for you to come, I was just scrolling through. He's just done a marathon. <laughs> He's a sick guy. Amen. He's yeah, been yeah, so yeah. ill. And, and it's like, <laughs> He's just done a marathon. Guys, but, like, the people guy. at the top of that game all have the same mindset. Yeah, 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 100%. Do you feel like going to, like, the deep, dark places, do you feel like that really kind of benefits and makes you like, a bit more relatable to people? In that kind of, I don't know. I think I think I think being vulnerable is is been one of my biggest leverages. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily relating to people in terms of saying being open and honest about the dark places, but being very open and honest about my vulnerability and yeah. they, they, they see this tough expi- exterior sometimes. But that's what I shown when I was younger. Mm-hmm. The difference now is I've matured and I've I've learned. When I was younger, I was a fearful. I was a scared kid. And I got him in a lot in a lot of situations. I was very lucky to get out of, um, and it's funny because I've had these thoughts recently, which is like I'm so glad that I, I'm not the person now that I was. I'm not the person now that I could have been back then. Yeah. Because if I had the confidence in myself and my abilities back then, I think I would have landed myself in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. But I pulled myself away from a lot. I was very switched on as a young kid as well. I knew when something was going to happen or X Y Z. Um, and that was through kind of like you, you my, like my, my, um, my animal uh, instincts and emotions. Yeah, just yeah, picking yeah, stuff you, up. Your natural side. Yeah, yeah. You, you know. It's like fight or flight. Yeah, really, mate, yeah, and yeah. You, you know when like it's right, okay, this, and, and there's a couple, but but now I wouldn't, it would be logical thinking and be like, keep calm and like, let's compose and let's, yeah, let, let's, let's act on this. So, but, but again, I'm matured now. So for me, it's, I don't want to be any, I don't want to be in any situation that's going to negatively affect my life. Um, so I'm very aware of the places that I go, the people that I'm around, um, because I know where I want my life to go to and I know the transition I've made and I'm, I'm, I'm massive on that. Um, like who you surround yourself with, what you listen to, what you watch, what you read, um, what you think in your mind, all, all these things just, just create your, your whole reality basically. Yeah, of course. Um, and I think that's, that, that's what I'm trying to shine across and I think, it's a tough one because I think people, the, the reason I'm, the, without the tangent there, to go back to what you're saying, the reason I tried not to say it's about zoning into the dark thoughts is because not everyone has the yeah, deepest, darkest ev- thoughts. different, aren't they? Yeah. So you might get someone who's a bit, bit tough on himself, but isn't really kind of going to the depths that some people talk about. So they're like, well, I, I could never push myself that because I've not, do you know what I mean? And you yeah. get a lot of celebrities coming, like even... Um, Tyson Fury, when he come out and he talks about 
the, the depths and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, there's a lot of them that come out, but that, that's not necessarily what's made them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. The technically and hard work and discipline and ability and work rate and work ethic. And these are all the things that build you. Um, and, and there's a lot of people that can use a positive uh, mindset and positive memories to drive them just as much. Um, but I think that, I think, yeah, I, I, there's a lot of people. I, I, I think the one thing that is fuel I think negativity can be fuel, but I also think positivity can be fuel. And it's yeah, however I, you want to. I agree. Positive reinforcement is key. Well, I, I know you, you can't really use the kind of like animal sort of instinct, but when positive reinforcement works with like every single sort of species on earth. Yeah. So, and people forget that about kind of like humans at the same time because we have, we, we have both sides, don't we? But positive reinforcement just works. Like, that's why I work in sales. Yeah. Uh, do, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, mindset is key because if you, you've got to strive for more, haven't you? Yeah. Like, that's all you. That's the that's the mindset you've always got to have. Yeah. Um. So do you know like when you sort of because obviously when you're coming back to like your fitness in your early days, do you feel like obviously getting the expelled from school and kind of the bad places you went with school? Do you reckon that kind of drove you down that dark path? Do you reckon like not not school failed you, but sort of school because obviously with you being able to discipline yourself into fitness do you think that school could have maybe got you into that as a, a, an early part or yeah I, th I think it's something I've thought a lot about because I know a lot of, a lot of my mates mm -hmm. or people that I know um, are now teachers and stuff and I know a lot of teachers that, that go to our gym and I think schools are starting to change in a way yeah. and I think Definitely, kind of since I've got I've got a lad and he, he's in nursery and the things they do with him in nursery I think are phenomenal and I think there is a lot more now around especially at a younger age helping kids understand emotions more or understand how to breathe when they start to get angry and all these things that would have helped I think school I I failed I failed school and school failed me I think that I think I was I was horrendous in school um, I was easily uh, but I was easily the naughtiest kid in my year if not the full school. I wasn't the hardest, and like I say, I went through a lot of bullying. I had a lot of people that hated me in school, but again, that turned me into someone that was just so rebellious because I think that was my only cling on to that's going to be my identity. Of course. So people are going to yeah, like yeah. me. So I was ruthless to teachers, to the place, to what I did. Um, so I can't, I can't really badmouth a school when I was being like that because how many teachers would want? To, it's funny enough, a teacher comes to the gym to, to sign up at Benchmark, yeah, and she saw me and she was like. She the, she went white, um, and not through fear of seeing me, through thinking like you're Ben Eastwood. The, the, do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> yeah, shock of like it's the, like, the, this guy's like you've completely turned your life around. And I'm like yeah, without doubt, and that's that's the other thing. Like if you spoke to anyone in my life in my in my late teens to early twenties, they would think I was going absolutely nowhere. And I think even my mum and dad, who are always gonna have belief in a son and love for the son, probably were. Sub subconsciously yeah. deep down thinking yeah. like where is the been going in there there's times when I was surface um, going to um, juvenile um, kind of getting, getting locked up basically just gave that um, and it's like what, what I put my mum and dad through as well was, was horrendous that, that's probably my biggest regret in life so that will be your cause that's what I was I was going to ask that what would because obviously with all the things that was happening in the past would that be your one biggest regret then? my biggest regret is how, how I treated my mum and dad yeah and, and what I put them through. And I know they'll turn around and say, like, it's just part and process of being a parent and all that kind of stuff. But I don't think I, I can ever really, because I, 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 yeah, there's a lot that went on. 
And um, I think that's one thing that I'll never lose. But that's also been a driver for me. Of course, yeah, yeah. So it works part the, and parcel, the, doesn't it? There's a point in my life when I switched and I remember I, I'd never... Uh, there's a point in my life something happened and then every time I, I, le I left my mum, I'd give her a kiss. And I've done that for the rest of my life. I told her I loved her and give her a kiss. Um, and it, it, there was that switch. And then and it, it was just... It's just that, yeah, there's a real kind of mindset shift around my parents and what they stuck stuck by me through um, and what they must have had to go through and, and course, deal yeah, with. Yeah. And, um, oh man, I remember like my dad, my police station, my dad had to pick me up from and um, fucking jail in, in suits and fucking sick all down me and, and every, like, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And that, yeah. that's my worry. I've got my little lad now and I, I know I can't control Jack's and he will always live his own life. But I think, one, and it kind of links into what you were saying then, I think that if we can teach younger people how to understand their emotions more and understand their thoughts more, I think they will have a better chance of living more positively. Agreed. Because Agreed. it's negativity. It's not, negativity isn't a bad thing, but it is when you don't know how to deal with it. Because generally that's going to come out in a behaviour that is quite nasty or quite... Um, quite damaging to yourself or to yeah. other people. To it's whatever. that impulsive incident. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. If, you, if you can start to learn, okay, I'm starting to feel angry now, or I'm starting to feel sad now, I'm starting to feel upset now. Okay, what... What, what can I do to Yeah, do you know what I mean? What can I cope? So, How can I... Yeah, you think about like some, people, yeah, some people self-harm, cut themselves, scratch themselves, hit themselves, punch walls, do whatever it is, or then they do it to other people. Mm -hmm. You get really wound up, they're going to hit someone or, or kick someone or go and do something. That's a repercussion, that's a behaviour of feeling... An emotion. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And generally, going back to like our, our primitive animal reactions, that's not logical thinking. Yeah. But if we can teach someone just, okay, start to feel angry, just breathe and calm down a little bit. Now let's logically think what's the best thing to do. Is the best thing to go and crack that guy? Mm -hmm. Is the best thing to self harm? Yeah. Is the best thing to go and do it? Or even overeat or undereat or go and be, you know, all, all these issues that, that people have. And it's always coming down to how someone's... Sorry to go so deep on a podcast. No, no, I'm not. This, this, <laughs> this, this is fantastic. Just next level deep on you there. You're sat there like watching no, it. Like, no, this is fantastic. Like, the insight. So we, we had, um, we, we've had another mental health charity on um, right, okay. called Evolving Mindset, uh, okay. Limo. So he, he's a football manager streamer and he, he was the same. He just told a story. And sometimes the best thing about a podcast is when the host can just sit back and just go... I can listen to this. Oh, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, at the end of the day, that, like, when else are you going to hear stories like this? Like, at the end of the day, like, podcasts are traditionally very comedian heavy at the moment. Yeah. They're all about making people laugh, making people... But at the end of the day, like, these things happen. Like, yeah. And you need to understand that these things happen. So, Joe, with the B1 mindset, yeah. sort of, has that just been, like, a gradual process again, or...? That, that's, yeah, that's been... Um... Basically, all the self... So so when I turned... I've had a, probably about three pivotal moments in my life for, for positive change. Yeah. Or, or not maybe positive in the moment because of it wasn't nice, but it had a positive effect going forward. So when I was 30, me and my wife went away... Was she my wife at the time? We were together. I don't think we'd be married there. We went away to Portugal mm -hmm. for my 30th birthday and we come home and my dad come and pick us up from the airport. It might have been my mum and dad. And um, my dad drove us back home and I was like, where's mum? She goes, oh, she's just got, gone out to do a bit of shopping. Mm -hmm. um, she, she's going to come round. So my dad took us to our house, come in. And then, um, and then my mum come in and she goes, sit down on the, on the couch. And then she said to Rach, can I sit down with him and hold his hand? 
I don't think she said that to me. She said it to Rachel. I didn't hear that bit. Yeah, Rachel's your partner. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah my partner. Yeah, yeah. And then my mum kind of like knelt or sat in front of us and just said that I've got cancer. And uh, so I was like, it's like, I just fucking took me back. Like, like you would, it, it would, would do. do, yeah. It would do to anyone. Yeah, yeah. man. And um, so she, got, she, she had cancer and then it started to really progress. And um, it's at a point that the doctors started to tell her that she wasn't going to survive. It's aggressive, yeah. It was. It, it took over numerous parts of her body. She was in so much pain. Her stomach had swelled, just fucking phenomenally, mate. Um, the 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 pain she must have been in, emotionally and, and physically, I, I could never even imagine. Yeah. Um, and I don't think she'd even be able to kind of explain or ever tell us. Um, and again, we went through this mad period, and, and I think that's the numbest I've ever been in terms of feeling. Obviously, I went through little bits of anger, but I think in terms of my head, not having any thoughts in like the best way I can describe it was just numb. Especially coming back from a holiday as well, where you've had them highs. Yeah, mate, just getting Straight. on Portugal, yeah. getting bladded with the wife, 30th, just get, and then coming back in here and that. But then even the months that progressed, I think I was just in this numb state. And especially could it just seem to be getting worse and worse and spreading and all this kind of stuff. And then um, the one, yeah, and the, the 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 most positive news out of the out of the the months that followed was that she had one scan and it hadn't um, it hadn't spread to her lungs. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but it had spread into. I think there was three areas it, it kind of really developed in. And the doctor and she told me this story, and, I, and I'm I'm paraphrasing to a degree, but mm-hmm. she basically said she kind of sat in front of the doctor, and, and the doctor kind of said. Because I think my mum started to tell the doctor, I'm trying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Yeah. And, it, and my mum's big on NLP, so neurolinguistic programming, and um, just a lot to do with kind of like how your thoughts and, and visualizations and, and how your belief can affect your biology and your yeah, body. Of course. Yeah. So my mum's doing all this work on herself, this this, this unbelievable trans- transformation of both her inside state and her out external state, the things she was eating and drinking and, and how she was being, and, and the doctor was saying it's a waste of time, like it's not going to work. Mm. Um, so she was on chemo, uh, so don't get me wrong, that played its part. Um, but she beat it. She beat it, mate. Fascinating. Yeah, and, 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 and that for me, that for me was the, the pivotal point of like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Yeah. Like, like my mum was, I thought, we'd, thought she was gone. Um, and I've never seen my dad in the, how my dad was in that state I'd never. He, he just lost. Dad, dad lost life at that point. He probably numb to the world. Yeah, honestly, mate. Yeah, if I felt yeah. numb, I don't know how yeah. he felt. But I've never seen a dad like that. He, he was more numb than I'd ever seen him in, in, in any of my time. And um, yeah, for, for 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 her to to do that, and for her to kind of for the doctor to kind of, I think, pretty much turn around and say, I had to say, I'm sorry to her that he said what he said to her because she'd proven flat on his face proven completely wrong yeah, yeah so course. how many people did he fucking said that to yeah, that yeah. believed him because yeah. my mum just bold was like ah, I ain't going nowhere of course yeah I am I'm doing everything stink. I can in my power yeah so. I, I've got three beautiful kids I've got my husband I'm going fucking nowhere um, and she believed it so strongly and everything she did with it and I'm not saying the chemo don't play a huge part in that because it did um, and she went through the whole process I'm talking this was severe to the point that they thought she was going to die and she beat it so for me it was like man th- th- that is the 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 absolute epitome of you can do anything you want in this yeah, life. Yeah, of course. And she gave me a book. Um, sorry, mate, it's a bit of a ramble, but she gave me a book. Me and, I was meant to go to Thailand with my wife in December mm-hmm. and I was like, I can't go, can't go. But my wife and my mum were just both, you need to go. It's not going to, you've got time, you need to go. She gave me this book, book by Wayne Dyer and it's about kind of 
um, I think it's like The Secrets of Inner Peace. I think that's what the book was called. Okay. And it just talks about fucking letting go of anger, letting go of hate, let go of Mental resentment. strength, sort of. It's all about mental strength. And it, well, it, was more, it was more talking about the damage anger does and the so damage you, hate yeah. does. And the funny thing is, mate, for 30 years... I hated the world. I hated myself. I hated other people just because of the things that I the, 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 I used to hate, the way I looked, the way I was. I used to hate other people and the things they'd done to me. I used to have so much blame and resentment and all of these fucking negative emotions. And what was that doing to my body and my life? Yeah, like my reality was just full of hate. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was getting myself in so many bad circumstances. And I just lived in this hostile head. Like my whole life, from the moment I waked up in the morning till the fucking time I was able to get to sleep because I could never sleep, was just negative. I was just, I had a horrendous mind um, and I just lived in that state for years and years. And that's kind of like when I got into cage fighting and MMA. I got in the cage just not caring if I got hurt. I, got, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was such a bad mindset when I went into cage fights. Like I didn't care and I got some beatings in the cage. But again, I, 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 was, like, I, I was I'm getting back in in two weeks and they're like what are you doing I'm like I'm gonna fuck I don't give a fuck right now I'm getting back in and, yeah, yeah. and I just just it was a relentless kid but I just wanted pain at that moment in my life through my 20s and that was before anything to do with my mum through my 20s I just wanted to feel pain does that make sense yeah that makes sense I, I just got in there if I got hit I got whatever it was I just wanted to feel pain and pain was like a release for me pain was like a drug for me um and I think from just to, to finish that story off, so my mum gives us that book and, and the book was about releasing and, and emotions and understanding them all. And then I went on this journey of learning more about self-development. So over the last six to seven years, the amount of research, courses, books I've read about self-development, understanding the mind more, understanding the body more, how they work together, understanding how um, your thoughts kind of create your reality, the people you're, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm a different person, mate. Hmm. I am a completely different person. My world's completely changed. I've got an amazing son, an amazing wife. I'm financially the best off I've ever been in my life. I own two fucking amazing businesses. One now, which is a not-for-profit company that's hopefully going to help people. Help well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm in the best place I could ever be, I think. But like, don't get me wrong, I still go through dark spells and I still have dark patches, but I know how to cope with them better. Um, and, and for me now to sit here and think... You, 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 in your 20s, man, you went through periods where you didn't want to be here. Imagine if you told your 18 year old self, imagine right now, or not even just you, imagine if I went to your 18 year old self right now and told him exactly what you just told me there. Yeah. Do you think he'd believe it? I've, do you know what? I don't think it, this is this is the toughest thing in the world for me because I've been asked to kind of go in and potentially speak in schools. That'd be fantastic. I think you should do. But, but the, the, the hardest thing for me to get my head around is. I think, I, I can't give you a straight answer because I truly don't know. Yeah. But I think, would I have just been like, I don't give a fuck, fuck off. Yeah, would you have brushed it off? I'd have been like, yeah. who the fuck are you? Fuck off. Go and get weed. Go and get pills. Yeah. Go and get smashed up. Go and read. Do you know what I mean? Do whatever it was. Would I have been in that mindset that I was in? Or would I have taken, an, in, in, would it Would it have mattered who came and said it to me? Um or would it, do you know what I mean? Like in that, it's in very that, situation dependent, isn't it? Like yeah, you, but, you never but know what's doing that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. So that's what I'm thinking, like if you're going to school, and then and then I think if you're going to school, which which angle do you go at? Because you don't want to be telling them how to how to live, because that's the resistance. But can you relate Can you relate to them first and then transition it? But at the same time, I, it's a tough question, mate. It's a tough question. I think it'd be perfect. So I, I remember in high school, we had two, um, like, well, they're now very big, from being honest, like public speakers. And they both came to uh, my high school and they were both fantastic. So one of them um, is Andy Grant. I don't okay. know if you know about Andy Grant. He's, 
he basically got his leg blown off. He has a po- he has a podcast now called the Leggit Podcast. Right, nice. And I was actually lucky enough to meet him. Wow. At Aintree last year at a Grand National, and I literally said to him straight away, I was like, "You're not going to remember this because of all the schools you go to, but your story like resonated with me." Wow. Like it was just the, the fact of he, he's got he's got his leg blown off, and like a year or two later, he's running marathons. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how can like if that happened to me, I was I thought if that happened to me. I just spiral, but then you're looking at it like if he can do it, why can't I? No, it's mental. So is that what the whole kind of be one mindset is? Because obviously, it's, as you were saying, the not profit is kind of taken off at the moment. So are you wanting to kind of deliver the online courses, or where's yeah. kind of like the direction you want to go with it? So it is all it's, it's all like online based, um, and it's it's more. I think the whole whole philosophy behind B1 is about finding yourself. Yeah. So becoming one with yourself because for so long, that's kind of where the name come like B1. It's like become one with yourself and that's understanding yourself. Like for so many years, I hated myself. I was like living with someone that I hated. Yeah. Like it, it, I've, I, I personally feel I've had bipolar for the whole of my life. Never been diagnosed. I definitely feel I've either had bipolar or personality disorder. There's just something not been right with me through my life. And I think that the more I've, Develop. I've got now a psychology diploma and the more learned about the mind and body, there's definitely something there, but the, the benefit now is even if it did have it, I feel I'm in such a better place because I can understand it. Of course, it's I about understanding. I can it. understand yeah, who's I speaking. I can understand who's taking control in the moment. So even if there is two people bouncing or three people, however many fucking people, I understand who I am at a certain time. Um, and then it's bringing them back to the center of like, who are you, who do you want to be, what your values what should you be doing? Just like say logical, and I'm very good now at pulling myself back before I react. To it. Don't be wrong; there are still times where I react out. That's normal. In, in, that's yeah, so, so like, like I say, yeah, I, I, I ain't no perfect guy, and, I, and that's something I'm always very open with on my social media. Like I am not a perfect guy, and I still make a lot of mistakes. But I will yeah. own up to them, I face up to them, and I still kind of, um, yeah. So, be be one is about under. Just do you understand yourself? Yeah. And, and are, you, are you living the life that you want to live and are you being the person that you want to be? And I think just because there are a lot of people, and again, B1's not for everyone in terms of, well, it is for everyone because what, what, what I do with B1 is there's no question that I give an answer to. I pose a question for that individual to come up with the answer. Yeah. So you could get 100 people doing the same question or the same task. They're going to come up with 100 different answers because it's relatable to their life and how, mm-hmm. how they want their life to be or what's affecting them. But then they, if they go through the process process of it, they start to design how they want to be and what they want. And and that for me is significant because I don't think that's taught enough in school. So I think this the whole education about... I would agree, yeah. About, about yeah, maths, English, science, etc. And I know they, they, they are developing different ones, um, it, it, like rock climbing's one now, which I love and stuff like that. But I don't think there's enough around like understanding yourself and, and how you feel about yourself and... And, and what what does ambition mean to you? Like, do you know, just little things like that, like to, to, to a kid, like what's ambition? And, and a lot of them wouldn't fucking know, like what your yeah, ambition's for, like yeah, what yeah. you're motivated for. And I think that it's just bringing that out in people. And, and again, that's what even, so I'm 37, kind of going 38 this year, but age is just a number to me. Like I say it so many times, but I feel like my, my life only is only just started in the last few years. Mm-hmm. And I've got fucking so much ahead of me. I'm the most ambitious guy you well I'd say I'm up there with one of the ambitious people you could meet and ever, some people are like you're doing too much I'm, like, I'm not doing too much what you got to understand is and I'm not uh, by the way when I say this I'm not dissing these other things but what I'm saying is I took them out so I could be more productive in other areas yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. instead of kind of going to the pub now and instead of smoking weed every single night that took me 
just chilling watching TV or playing on my games or whatever, instead of on the weekend going out and getting messy, whatever it may be, um, I'm putting that now into productive, productive things in my eyes that are going to take me forward. Now, just to spin back on that, I miss weed and I'm not against weed. Yeah. I, think, I think weed's mint. I mm-hmm. think it should be legalised. Um, and I've had some amazing times on weed and, it, and it's a drug that's helped me calm down. So I'm not against it. The difference is, for me, it makes me unproductive. Yeah. So for me, for a choice in my life, it's like, if I smoke weed, I become extremely unproductive. Yeah. I become a bit too lazy. In the morning, I'm stoned over for three, four hours, I don't wake up. So my choice is to knock weed on the head. or to I've not smoked weed for a hell of a long time now. Um, and it's made me more productive. But I'm not anti it. And there's some people that, that can... Um, Fascinating that, because you see more, a lot of people where if something bad has happened from there, they, t- they become anti that thing. But it's good that you you still embrace it, you still see the positive. You just think, for me, doesn't work for me. I think that's because, who, mate, who the fuck... I always keep swearing. No, it's fine. Who is to say what is right and wrong? Do you know what I mean? Of course, yeah. yeah. So, so my, like, drinking as well, man, like, I try not to drink just because... I am more likely to, do, to to react emotionally when I've had a drink rather than logically think. Yeah. And I can be very reactive off drink. I can go two ways. But if I snap off drink, I can become a different person, do something that's going to really affect where I am in life. So now I'm very, don't drink very often. If I do drink, I'm, I'm around the people I want to be around or at home. Yeah. But I'm not anti-drink. Like, I look, I, I, the fact that people can go out and socialise and have good banter and go on good nights out and all this kind of stuff, man, I love that. Like, that's their life. Mm-hmm. And if they, if, that, if it's serving them and they want it, they can have it. And, and the same with drugs and stuff like that. Like, if you, if as long as it's not damaging your life and damaging X, Y, Z, like, it's nothing to do with do me. What you want. Just go yeah, and enjoy course. it. But, but again, you've just got to come to the realisation is it a one-off and you're enjoying it or is it becoming an addiction where it's actually taking you into a negative hole? Yeah. And I think that's that, that that's why I had to step, step away from Benders because it's like, it just mentally destroyed me mm-hmm. and I've got an addictive personality. Yeah. I truly have. I'm addicted yeah. to, to fitness or I'm addicted to kind of like, like now I'm addicted to reading and learning. That's right. a weird thing to say, but it's better yeah. than being addicted to getting bladded, getting bags and then that's taking your weekend up. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's just being smart with my choices now, but I'm never anti to what anyone does in life because how can I be from the stuff that I've done and who knows what I'm going to do going forward. So I'm, I'm the least judgmental person in the world. Um, bar on myself. Yeah. I judge myself and I judge my choices, but for other people... You've got to learn yourself. Of course. And yeah, that's yeah. why I'm, I'm big on like who, who you're around, who you look up to, who you follow, social media. I think it's a positive thing, but it's depending who you're following. Of course. I agree. Um, I agree massively. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I, I think that's a really powerful message to actually say as well. And thank you for sharing it. No, no. Um, do you mind if we have a little break and then no, come back for a part two? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so going for part two, I want to dive more into kind of what it's like to kind of own your gym. Yeah. Obviously, the boxing, the MMA. Yeah. Just dive more into that <laughs> sounds good mate <laughs> part two and we are back for a nice little break there um, I really wanted to dive into sort of like your foray into kind of combat sports really okay because you've done a bit of boxing yep you've done a bit of MMA and stuff yeah so with the boxing did you ever kind of go pro is it just like white collar I couldn't really work it out from your Instagram it looked a bit yeah, so basically, MMA was the first thing that I did mm-hmm. um, and went from amateur to semi-pro to pro. And then I came out of MMA um, just because when I was... Money back in the day when I was yeah, doing yeah. MMA was poor. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. most I ever got for a fight was a £1,000. Injuries were brutal. Oh, um, of course, yeah. 
so it could put you out for... It's hard. Oh, man, yeah. You have master like four, is it four disciplines, five disciplines? Yeah, well, what was I? I was doing cats wrestling, uh, mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu, but no gi. Um, JKD is my stand-up, and then going down to kind of a, a S&C camp as well. So it's literally, it was my fault, yeah, everything I'm putting into. Yeah, yeah. But then you come out of a fight with a broken collarbone and a broken nose and broken cheekbone. So you're out of fighting for six weeks and training for a certain part of the time. So you've got no income. Um, mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'm still injured, needing money, so going back in for yeah. fights. It was a, yeah, t- yeah. it was a, re- it was like I say, don't get me wrong, mate. I can look back in. I won a belt during my time. Um, I had some bad losses, but I had some good wins. Like the journey and process, the people that I met. Again, some great memories from it, good and bad. Um, and again, all building who I am today. So I can't fault it. But when I come out of that, there was a lot. Then the last spell where I didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, and then. I reached back in, so went through a little bit of shit and I, and I went back, contacted an old mate um, who's now my, my coach, Seb, at KBS Fitness over in Stockport. Mm-hmm. And um, he kind of took me back under his wing, started me coaching again and started to coach me in Thai and just get my fitness back up to scratch. I was going to become fucking fit again, doing a lot of Thai. And then um, I thought I want to hit boxing. I want to kind of get... I, what, nice. what I wanted to do was... Again, I used to fight in MMA with the wrong mentality. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. I used to get in is is just wanting, again, just getting in there for a scrap. And I, I wasn't trying to execute my skill. I put so much time and effort into my training. And in the training room, I'd be so well focused in execution of, of technique and mobility and my fitness and all this kind of stuff. And then as soon as it come to the fight time, I just have this bad mentality. It'd be a switch. Every, yeah, everything went out the window. I'd be, I'd, I'd, be yeah, gassed, yeah. I'd be gassed before I got in a cage. Yeah. Um, and and, and I'd, be, I'd, I'd just be going in for hell for leather and wouldn't be pacing it and just doing the things that I'd learned to do. So I think my mentality was like, I'd love to kind of go back in and compete now and just see whether I can go in a bit more composed and execute yeah. a bit more. Yeah, yeah, Um So again, what, a guy that used used to run um, UCC in Manchester, Danny Ornsby, who's got KO promotions for the boxing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I used to fight in a few of Danny shows in MMA, and I saw him at UF and just said to him, kind of like, if you've got any shows, I kind of, I'd love to jump on one. Yeah. And then we got communicating and being talking, and, and, and he mentioned kind of fighting for a belt, so we put a belt on. Um so last year, kind of, I went in. The, one of the I was meant to be going in with a lad called Luke for things from Huddersfield, mm-hmm. and he he fought a few weeks before and bust his eye up, so dropped out. So then they got a lad in from Blackpool. Um, but yeah, so, so that was a good show, and then obviously got to defend that. It was meant to be on April the first, but I might be moving to May the twentieth now. So it's going to be this year. Yeah. So again, yeah. So it's kind of it is white collar. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But but putting me in with with, with guys at top end that are decent that. That, that won it as well, do you know what I mean? Of course, so yeah. Trained it's for it, so. all about kind of preparing for that. It's that mindset again, isn't it, really? Yeah, At the end yeah. of the day, like, if you're going... It doesn't matter if you're going into a professional fight or a white collar fight, you're still going into a fight. You still but, need to prepare the same, yeah, mate. same sort of levels. Yeah, and again, exactly. It's matching. So, like, I think um, Danny was... Like, well, we were laughing about because for the last fight... Because it it, white collar's done on a camp-based system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no one wants to fight me from the camp. So then Danny's having to... F- reach out to find people so then this Luke that he found who took who would fight me had fucking up over 150 fights or something on his belt. do you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So he, he was like, here we go <laughs> he's fighting pro MMA 150 belt 150 fights under his belt done boxing as well so then 
yeah, it's a white collar fight, but you you but you fight a pro fighter. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's the levels you're at, but but yeah, I'm not. And I know um, some of the, the the pro boys down at the Phoenix camp, and I, I class Eamon as a good mate. We don't know each other like too well, but I class him as a good mate. We've got a good relationship. Um, so I'm not stood here kind of saying I'm anywhere near that level. And Jack as well, and, and those mm-hmm. boys, good good set of boys. And but but that and that's the difference, man. That the 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 hours that I was putting into MMA in my twenties, they're putting into boxing now. Yeah, yeah. I'm boxing once a week with my coach and trying to get on sparring on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And a few backgrounds like I'm nowhere near training enough and, and wouldn't be that. But what I want to do is put myself in a predicament where I'm going to fight someone. Yeah. In a in, in a controlled environment, a boxing match, and kind of kind of execute. And uh, so, so yeah, I just want to get a couple more in terms of that under my belt. Are you very competitive, Ben? Would you say? I think I am with myself. I think I am with myself. And I think, again, it comes out of frustration because of the potential I used to have and it wasn't necessarily wasted. Yeah. Because I still think I got it could have been channeled in a different way. It could have been channeled in a different way. I probably could have achieved a hell of a lot more. And that's something I think that's one of my dad's biggest, probably, he's never said it to me, but I reckon that's one of the things that ruffles my dad up a lot is that. Especially from a fitness side, because he's, he's my dad's fitness mad. If anyone ever wants to get my fitness from, it's my dad. But um, my dad's always known my potential within fitness and, yeah, and, and yeah, sport. Yeah. I like, always known it. Um, but just the the one problem, I was always a fit lad. I always picked up sports well or certain sports well. Um, I just just I just had that bad switch. Mm-hmm. I just had that bad switch, and um, I just didn't know how to control it back then. Um, whereas I do now, of course. Yeah, so yeah. now it's now it's kind of going back into stuff, and and I think that's a lot of the stuff that I show when I do the outdoor aspects, which are nothing to do with B one. So when I go out, like you say, into waterfalls and climbing walls and all that kind of stuff, that's nothing to do with B one. That's me going out. That's and, you challenging yourself. That's exa- you. Exactly that, yeah. mate. Yeah, that's that. That's me doing doing a doing a five k to someone that he's just getting into running. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they're just different levels. Like for someone that just wants to pick up and do a five k, I'm shaking the hand saying, "Mate, if that's your level, fucking go and smash it." Yeah, and yeah. Once you've achieved it, that's amazing. And then go and set yourself something else. Do you know what I mean? Or whatever it is, man. It's just there's levels. Find your level and go work on it. it doesn't matter what someone else is at. And I think that's the other thing. Like I look up to people that are achieving things that are phenomenal to me. Yeah. And that's inspiring me. I'm not looking at them resentfully thinking, oh, fucking this guy, look, look what he's doing and fucking hell, I'd never do that. Or he's, he's showing off. It's like, is he for? He's just going out and smashing it. Or she's he's, going yeah. out and smashing it. Yeah, yeah. And that's motivating me. And I think that, that's one thing I relate with Eamon a lot because he puts a lot of posts on about like haters and stuff like that. And I don't get anything kind of directly at me, but potentially stuff said in the background. But Eamon's just out there eating life. Yeah. And I know a bit of his background from what he told me, but at the same time, man, he's just capitalising now on, on achieving as much as he can achieve. Every single day, relentless attitude. And you can't fault someone for that. No, he's being the best of yourself, really. It's Without that, yeah. He's always striving for that yeah. sort of best mentality. And, and like I say, with the conversation we've just had about everything, that, like you're talking about, you're, you are capitalized. I won't talk about everything you said, but you, mm-hmm. what you are doing is making the most of your time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and it sounds like you, you love your life, you love everything you've got, but you're capitalizing on your time. That's what you got to do. That's, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you, you can't day, argue for more. Yeah. You, you, you need to always like strive, not strive for more, but you need to be content where you are, but always want more, you know, that, that I think. Because at the end of the day, as soon as you stop, then what is the point what you're looking forward to? Like, simple thing for me this year. I want to go somewhere. I want to go on holiday somewhere new. Yeah. Like whether that's a new city, whether that's a new resort, whether that's a new, I don't know, new country, whatever. Yeah. I just want to. I want to go somewhere new. So the start of the year, that's what I'm doing. So me, I said to my girlfriend, right, we're booking holiday this weekend. 
So booking all it uh, tonight, yeah. and that's it. Get it done, and then who knows what's going to happen. A little bit. I also have, I want to get a pro rugby league player on, 100%. want to meet a pro rugby league player. I'm in talks with someone, so I'm hoping that'll happen. <laughs> um, and I want another, I, I want someone else to, I just want to meet interesting people yeah, who man. have stories. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you're always going to learn of people, aren't you? Yeah. I think that's like the key aspect. Do you know with you owning a gym? Yeah. Obviously, you get people from every single walk of life come into a gym. So, do you feel like that's kind of moulded your mindset as well by meeting all these different sorts of people? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, interesting question. I think that I, I, I co-own the gym in Stockport with my business partner, Mark. Yeah. And I think me and Mark um, are so different, but so alike. Okay. Yeah. So, um, if you, like, we, we are completely different people. But we just share some values that are just so interlinked, it's untrue. Yeah. And yeah. that created benchmark. So it's it's a positive environment, it's non-judgmental, um, and it's just somewhere anyone can come and feel comfortable, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that we wanted to create, and that's bred a community. So benchmark is a community gym, it's a successful gym, maybe been open eight years, probably one of the most successful gyms in Stockport in terms of semi-private, small yeah, yeah, yeah. training. Um and it's been bred off the, the, the spirit and, and the community and people walking in and feeling comfortable. Um, obviously, the, the, the years we're putting to develop in the gym and the structure, and we've developed as individuals in terms of our business minds. And I think we've had a, quite a few chats recently, me and Mark, about having, like, we're not gym owners, we're business people. Yeah, like, we we're business partners. Aren't yeah, we? but, but yeah. just in terms of our mindsets now, we, we, we are business, like, when we make decisions, we're making them as a business. Um, so we, we're not just two lads that own a gym. Where we're two, he's got his separate business now as well. So that's again being around ambitious people like mm -hmm. me and Mark aren't set with one, we're set with two, but we know how to prioritize. So it's not going to we benchmarks the the, the 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 prime focus to make sure that it's thriving and yeah. getting the attention it needs. And then away from that, we start to work on separate projects, but they all kind of interlink and work with each other. But I think going back to what you were saying there, I think that, um, yeah, definitely, I, I think that's again something that I learned as a PT, which is quite interesting, which was. Um, when I started to work on my self-development mm -hmm. and, and a lot of it is about asking yourself questions about your belief system, how you see yourself. Um, and then when you start to PT someone, a lot of it is down to um, how they see themselves and their beliefs. And if they can't transition that, results generally aren't going to come. Yeah. Does yeah, that yeah, make yeah. sense? Because that, 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 your beliefs in, it, it generally create your reality in terms of what you're going to do, your actions and what you think. So I started to start to work with people on that sense, but a good, a funny example of like when you get someone to come into the gym is you get someone to come into the gym, they can seem quite obnoxious and arrogant. Um, and what I've learned, and again, something that, that, that we talk about a lot is that person potentially is coming into a new environment, extremely yeah, scared, course. extremely anxious. And their way to cover that it's trying to be a bit it's, boisterous, or just to sh or either boisterous, or just to kind of quieten up and just because you get some people really short answers. They seem like they're they're not interested in X Y Z, and it's like what I've learned is give that person the best time you can give them. Yeah, just just even if they're being quite tight with you, even if they're being quite arrogant or or not speaking, just just give them space. Still be nice to them. Still be polite to them. Still be warm to them. Still coach them how you would coach anyone. Yeah, and ninety nine percent of the time, by the end of the session. You, you broke down a shell. And they're completely... And they're a completely different person. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and, and that for me is... Because that was me. Yeah, of course. That, that was me yeah, 20 yeah. years ago. If you'd have met me, 
I'd have been such a cold, heartless person. It was untrue. Was there was was there one figure that really changed that for you, or was it just more caught up sort of like yourself then? It was it was my mum. Yeah, it, it, completely it, your mum. Yeah, even through my twenties, I still had that. Through, through my teens, I had it. Um, through yeah, through my teens and my twenties, I was stuck behind this this shell, and I was so socially awkward. Yeah, yeah. it was untrue. So we, I, I was okay around close friends, but then if the, the wider ro- group, you'd just get less and less and less. Yeah, or even yeah. if I met someone new, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd be fucking nervous, man. Do you know what I mean? I'd, mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be anxious. I won't know what I say. I'd, I'd, and, and because I felt like that, and I didn't want to express it, what would it do? Oh, I'd put on a frowl and I'd stand there angry. Yeah. Because what's going to happen then? Well, the last likely to fucking come up and talk to me. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I and, and everyone used to be like, oh, fucking he's just so angry all the time. Look, look, he's angry head. But what they really didn't know was it's my, a defense mechanism. Exactly that. Yeah. And, and and again, when you when I talk about vulnerability, which we mentioned earlier, I think that's what people have appreciated. It's like actually Ben's coming out and saying. He wasn't as angry as people thought. Yeah. He was actually a bit intimidated and scared. And he was just acting like that because he knew that act was going to help him in of that course. situation. Yeah, yeah. But the difference now is, man, like, okay, I can speak to someone. Yeah. Because I think, it, but it's, it's, so it's, it, but again, this shit isn't taught in schools either. No. So how, no many way. Ki- how many kids are struggling with how they look and feel in school? And then that's creating them again to create the shell or to be someone else or try to fit in. Um, Rather than just being self acceptance or working on themselves, if that makes sense. Yeah, Again, it, I agree. And, and it, but it, yeah, the pivotal point was around thirty. Um, definitely through what happened with my mum, but that, but then don't get me wrong, the discipline I applied to myself because what happened with my mum, or as big as it was, I could have still just carried on being the of same. Course, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got, he's got, and, and this is a big philosophy with big uh, with B one massive principle. And if you watch me Instagram, you listen to me. This will just be bread. Post after post after post, it's fucking got to come from you. Yeah. And when and and this is actually something that I wanted to get across in this podcast as well. So again, I really do appreciate giving the space on this mm-hmm. because mental health talks about so much, and I think that I'm a massive advocate of talking. Yeah. And I and I'm a and I appreciate there's so many groups out there that offer a space for someone to go and talk, offer a helpline um, for someone in need. And I think they're doing an amazing job and they're helping save lives and all yeah. this kind of stuff. And, and I'm big on that. But the one thing that none of them do enough of, in my opinion, and it, it, you've got to be, they, I think they, they're scared because if there's a line, but I'm like, there's a point where you've got to say to someone to change your fucking life is down to you. Mm-hmm. No matter what you've been through. And teach them how to do it as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. but so that's what again. That's everything that I created would be one. Yeah, it's just teaching it, it, the it's, different qualities. It's not. Te- it's, it's helping them design it. Yeah, get it, breaking them down, breaking themselves down, understanding themselves better, um, starting to design and develop the life going forward. So yeah, hundred percent, give them something. But again, it, it's got to come from that person. There's no one else that's going to literally go into you and make you do it. Yeah, like people are hold. People want to hold, and I learned this from PT. Like how many how many people pay PT. 30, 40 pound an hour just for the sake of thinking I'm paying someone 40 pound an hour as a PT so I'm going to get results or I'm going to be healthy. It's a fucking... I, 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 I yeah. didn't want the money, mate. I, yeah, I'd yeah. say, listen, you, you're not doing what I'm asking you to do away from me. Yeah. You're just paying for the sake of having a PT. Yeah. I don't want your fucking money. Yeah, yeah it's pointless. I just it, don't... It, I, it, I, would I, be, it would be a pointless Do you experience. know what I mean? I, I agree with that massively. I'm really bad. So all my, all my friends and people who know me, 
I hate being told what to do. I can't do it. If you tell me, right, go to the shop now, I'd be like, why? I'm not going <laughs> to the shop now. I'm not doing that. And he's, he's going to be buzzing that I mentioned it. But my, my manager at work, right, he's, so he's been my manager for years. Right, ever since I started on my um, lower paid job and working my way up through yeah, sales, he's worked his way up as well. We nice. kind of cross paths like all the way through. But he knows how to manage me perfectly. Where, say, if we have a one to one, He'll be like, right, what do you want to do? I'll say, I'll say something. He'll be like, right. And then I'll ask him a question. He'll be like, what do you think the answer is? I'm never, he's never told me an answer. And, even, and sometimes it's fucking infuriating. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It can be infuriating. But at the end of the day where, because he's been saying to me, like, I'll ask him a question um, and he'll be like, right, what, what do you think the answer is? And then slowly you work it out. Even if it takes you a day or a week or whatever, you slowly work it out. But I think that is the what you need. Like at the end of the day, any change is down to you, and you have to know how to do it. So I, I resonate with what you're saying one hundred percent. What what you said there is yeah. is powerful. Yeah, and and uh, that that's an amazing thing that you've got someone like that. He's gonna be watching this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be like, sick. <laughs> well, no, it's it's props, mate. But at the same yeah. time, it's props that, like you say, you're getting frustrated, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're striving. But, you want to you want to find the answer to. But something. the other thing is, he, he's intelligent enough to know he can do that with yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And know that you're intelligent enough to find your answer, even if, like you say, it might take a day or two days. But he knows that you're gonna take time and think of the right answer, but then also put the work in to make that happen. Yeah, yeah. So that's a beautiful relationship, but that's also showing emotional intelligence. And of course. I at the same time yeah, yeah. and I think that obviously shows why you're so successful and ambitious and driven and all this kind of stuff and you, you bang on it's like you, it's, it's got to come from the individual but so many people struggle with I don't know what I want and it's like that's not good enough man it's a, it's a, it's a surface level answer for you to say I don't know what I want Yeah, take fucking time try something yeah. try something eh? like, Un- exactly that just, mate just try something you never, you never know what you're going to like until you dive into it. Like some of my mates right now, they're in jobs where they're jobs that you don't talk about in school. Like DJ, like Dan who used to do his podcast, he's a DJ. Yeah. Like when did you ever get told? Yeah. Go into DJing. But he yeah. found that through uni and now it's his full time work. Like sometimes you just need to dive into the deep end. If you make mistakes, if you do yeah. something wrong, it doesn't matter. Like 100%. You just kind of got to move on. You always learn from it, won't you? Like honestly, mate, hearing you speak is so refreshing. Because you bang on anything in this day and age is is possible in terms of what you can do, but also the areas you can create a fucking yeah, job yeah. in. You you can physically create your own business in any area now. Yeah, that's the potential, and 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 it's just got to come from like you said. I heard something once which is really powerful, which is try something three times. The first time you try it, even if you don't like it, it might just because you had a bad experience or just couldn't get the hang of it. Yeah, nervous, so you, anxious. So you go that. again, yeah, yeah. maybe a little bit more confident, a little bit more comfortable, so you actually get the hang of it. But then you come away, I'm going to go one more time. And on the third attempt, if you still don't like it, okay, or still weren't good at it, whatever it may be, and just think, actually, I don't really want to go to go into fair enough. But by the third time, you've generally made a solid decision. Yeah. And, and I like hearing that, but I think I'm big on what you've said there. Like, You've got to go and try stuff. You've got to go and experience stuff. Again, the barrier then is, are you confident enough to go out? But again, to break confidence, you've got to go and do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I, th- I think you're bang on with it. But but in this day and age, and, but it's funny, in it? How uni, for, for, forget like the social side of uni. Yeah. The potential of uni for creativity and what you can go and do, um, I think is huge. Yeah. And I think that needs to be bred at a younger age in terms of, 
expressing like what's because me especially now how I'm not anti tech, but the world's going tech. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just, just a fact, isn't it? Nowadays, it so, is a fact. So where we're going to be with AI and, and all that kind of stuff in um, five years, ten years, whatever. So it's helping kids now develop the skills that are going to help them can yeah, yeah. grow and, and do stuff. And it's and, it, and again, they can do it like kids are kind of kids are creating better content than fucking. Oh yeah, some like. There's one that I always think of, which is, I think it's called like Ryan's Toy Review. Right. He's, he's like eight and he's a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a million subscribers. Oh, oh, he's done it for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All he does is just get a toy and he'll just review it and he'll just talk about it and he's done it and he's, it, and he's just, I don't know, it's just, it's just nice to watch. I don't yeah. know why. He's, and he's a millionaire because of it and he's not even 10. Mate, I'm mad up. And it's like, you what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's mental, but it's, it's, yeah, well, do you know, do you know what that breeds though? That breeds ambition. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So where that, where that, did you say 10? He's, I think he's Around like, that. Yeah, he's around about that age now, but he started off when he was like six, seven, something like that. But, but my point being, Matt, you give, you give it, you, you give a 10 year old kid or say, say for example, a 10 to 15 year old kid um, from around our area, from around yeah. Manchester, Greater Manchester, um, and, and they're just in a normal way of life in school, which is potentially just messing about, bit of drugs, yeah, yeah. bit of antisocial, whatever it is, you drop a million quid on there, in their bank, where the fuck's that going to go? But this kid's earned it through doing something that he's passionate about, yeah, yeah. taking some creativity, taking some discipline, taking some skill to create. It's creating ambitions. So with that a million pounds that he's gained, mm-hmm. whether it's all literally cash or asset, whatever it's based, yeah, yeah. he's still got it. He's ambitious now to develop and do more. So he's going to now have a lifestyle, I can 99% sure, where he's going to be building things. Yeah. Building different businesses, different ideas. Do you know what I mean? So he, in, at a young age, it's not the money that's going to affect him. No, yeah, of course. It's the fact of what he's created already and that's developed him and, and, and that's the power of it, mate. But has anyone, he's expressing that more to, to yeah. youngsters. I feel like, everyone's you, like you, can see, you can see it more nowadays as well. Like the best example I was is like, I, I don't personally like him, but the Paul brothers, Jake and Logan, yeah. like, mate, Logan Paul's fighting Tommy Fury. If 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 he, if he wins, the WBC have said they're going to rank him in the top forty. What? Yeah. Like he's he's a, he's a YouTuber. Yeah. And like, look look at Prime Drink now. Why? All they've done is just gone straight in ambition. What's next? What's next? Like KSI could have retired five years ago. Yeah. And now he's just constantly evolving, constantly doing more things. But it's just, I feel like with kids nowadays, with you watching people like people like KSI, people like your side men people were making who are just honest people yeah. I feel like that works really well because 100%. it's just breeding that ambition and what do you want to do how are you going to improve it and the, the, the massively interested in your talk mate I think this like, there was a reason that I, I wanted to reach out to you as well to, and, and it, it's shining through because if, when I think about my youth mm-hmm. all I did was what listen to rap yeah, yeah. and watch gangster movies yeah so what was my inspiration of course yeah I was I was footy mad at that. I'm not a massive footy fan anymore, but I was footy mad at that. Don't get me wrong. Footy was probably the only thing that I did around that time. But again, ended up getting kicked out. Yeah. You're, the... you're watching you're watching gangsters rap and just smoke weed every day. Why do you? Like, so, so you're, yeah. you're gonna go into weed, aren't you? So what's your, yeah, yeah yeah. So so where's your mentality? Well, I'm gonna listen to rap beats. I get into something. So me and my mates used to DJ. We used to but we used to smoke weed. We used to take pills. We used to do drugs. We used yeah. to pretend we were gangsters when we weren't. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And it, 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 but but then we, we tried to live that life, and it's like. 
the difference now is, and again, it's the benefit of social media. So take away the negatives, everyone talks about the bullying online and all that stuff. And I agree with that, but there are ways to monitor it. But the benefits of it, if you are following the right people, man, there's a, and like you say, you talked about all these people then, and the difference is their lack of fear in failing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Their lack, like, like the, 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 the drink that's smashed it, it's like, they're just going to go for it. I'm just going to ask. Yeah. I'm just going to ask. I'm going to try it. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And if it doesn't work, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking go again. Yeah, I'm going to try this angle. I'm going to yeah, try that angle. Yeah, do something else. And, and, and that, honestly, that, res- that, um, that relentless mindset. Yeah, yeah. An attitude will get you to where you want to be. It might, and, and, and this is the, the other thing, it might not be where you thought it would be, but it will be somewhere where you want it to be. Yeah. That's the best thing I can ever say. B1 didn't, when I started B1, it was about, right, I've completely changed my fucking life. How can I create something now to help other people change theirs and utilize what I've utilized? Not telling them they should do what I've done because I'm my own person but showing them the things that I read and, and did the courses that I did and all this kind of stuff, like how they do them themselves to get their own answers. But the journey to get it to where it is now has gone down a million different paths. Of course, yeah, And yeah, I've yeah. had a million different setbacks and I've had a million different people that I've, I've worked with and it didn't resonate and I've, I've put thousands of pounds into it and it fell out on its ass. Yeah. I've had so many reasons to stop, but I didn't because yeah. I believed in it and because I've just got this attitude of man like, what? What would it be doing if it wasn't doing that? Yeah. Why? Why? Why drop something? At the end of the day, like if if you believe in like, like this, like as you can expect, like doing doing a podcast self on your own, like it's not impossible, but it's it's hard. Mate, yeah. It's just fucking. Like, you got like you got three cameras. You yeah, it's a free, free camera set. We got, got two oh, mics. Like if equipment costs money, at the end of the day, it costs money. It costs time. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like I've got a house. I've got a mortgage. Like. I've got a girlfriend I've got friends I see as well but everything takes time money but why let it stop you but but I'm not perfect I know there's some things I should improve at but everyone's got that haven't they everyone's got something they could improve at or what they can or what they thrive at but it's just trying to channel that into one bit at a time but yeah like you say mate it's about constant improvement or the constant want for improvement could be better. Yeah, the want. Yeah, it's, Do you know it's, what I mean? It's, it's, it's like, yeah. it's, it's never going to be what you want it to be because everything should evolve and continue to evolve. And we do as well in, in terms of maturity. What we, and, and uh, like The Rock, like Dwayne Johnson, like, it's a massive inspirational figure for me, especially in my hard times. Like he, he did a YouTube clip, it's about 18 minutes long. And um, I went for a really bad spell. And um, I used to wake up, mm-hmm. I could I, I, couldn't sleep, so I was I, I was late. I was trying to go. I wasn't going to bed intentionally late. I was trying to go to bed early, but I couldn't sleep. So I was late yeah, and wide yeah, awake. Yeah. Um, I can't remember whether I was having like a, a, a spliff at night then to kind of because I came completely away from weed. But the reason it came back into my life was to help me sleep. Sleep. Yeah. So yeah. what I used to do was have one spliff just before bed to chill me out to get to sleep. The issue became that one spliff, and then you get home from two. work and you'd be like, yeah, yeah. "Oh man, yeah, I'm gonna have one now and then." And then before, and then, we'll and then it's back one. in. Yeah. So unfortunately, he got addictive personality. That one split time he gets to sleep led into me getting home and starting at stone again. So then I had to completely cut it out. Um, but my point came that from what I say there. So I'm, I struggle sleeping, but I've learned how to work better with my mind now before bed. So I have better sleeps now. But I used to wake up three, four in the morning, and the first thing I do is put into my ears this this motivational, inspirational speech from the, from Dwayne Johnson, um, just talking about when his back was against the wall and all this kind of shit, and it just. Set me, I just woke up just like, 
right. Resonates, doesn't it? I'm having today. Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking having today. Yeah, yeah. I might feel negative, I might feel down, but I'm making today mine no yeah. matter what. And even if that, even if I'm making it mine, and, and this is something else that I'm big on, which is if you know what if you know what your goals are and you know what your targets are and you know what your actions are, no matter whether you're in a positive state or a negative state, you can still get them done. Yeah. Okay? And if you still get them done when you're in a negative state, it means that when you come out of the negative state, you start to feel positive again. You're fucking proud of yourself because you can't really moving forward. Whereas what a lot of people do, they've got all this shit in front of them. Positive state, they get it done. Negative state, they don't. And then the negative state, they come out of it and they've got a fucking hurdle to climb. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's why I'm such a big believer in saying like, even when you feel down, still get shit done. You might not be doing it feeling the best, but it I can might, guarantee... It might not be as hard. Sometimes when you're doing when you're like in that positive mindset, you might be achieving more than negative, but just achieving something when you are being negative... Just keep ticking off. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't know. Like, the one I always use quite often is make your bed every day. If you make your bed every day... <laughs> like, it's a very famous thing that yeah, people yeah, yeah, cry, yeah. but if you make your bed every day, you've done one thing good. Yeah. You might have a shit day after that. You yeah, might yeah. have an awful day. Like, I don't know. So everything could have gone wrong, but you've done one thing that's good, yeah, and that's all that matters, isn't it? Yeah, well, the, something like having a shower. Yeah, yeah, just having a shower that that can be another thing where it's just you've had a shower. That's done. What's one thing you've done that's benefits you? Yeah, like and again, it's it's all it's all reframed. So like the bed ones might be a, a, a start. So you do something positive, you tick something off, and it's going to propel you then yeah. maybe to do something else. Mm-hmm. The the wash one, I, I, I buzz off because it's funny that we're sat in barbers doing this now. But another one's kind of like if you have a fresh trim. Yeah, right, here we go. Well, I've got a trim literature on just, Saturday. Yeah. You just feel a bit yeah, better you, about yourself. You pick yourself up. So it's kind of like yeah. you say, then self-care, looking after yourself, right, I'm going to have a shower now. When you get out of a shower, you feel fresher. Yeah, 100%. It's like you just washed fucking shit. You come out, you feel fresher. Um, so again, it's just little... T- and again, but people fall in slumps and like you say, they won't have showers mm-hmm. and they won't do... And I'm, I'm not saying that you fucking everyone's listening to it, got to do with bed, but it's like pots... Bed, there's some form of self-care and self-worth mm-hmm. um, and, it, and it just breeds into your life then and I think that um, it's, yeah it's just a big one mate in terms of but again it all comes down to understanding as well and of that's course. I, I, yeah. I think for a lot of people that can hear conversations like we're having now and get a bit frustrated because they think well I don't I don't know I feel lost like you're talking about kind of still getting shit done when I feel down but I don't know what I should be getting done I don't know what I want do you know what I mean? That's still in a lot of people's minds and, and they're in this automated pattern of going to a job that like we've talked about, I don't know whether we did off air or on air, but potentially they don't like. Yeah, they're yeah. not a massive fan of the job, but they're going to earn money because in this day and age, you've got to earn money to pay the bills. Yeah. So they're going to work, then they're finishing work. They've not majorly got any hobbies. They might be looking after the kids and it might be to the uh, pub to have a few pints. It might be at home having a few drinks or whatever it may be. And it's this automated cycle. And it's for them people that I'm saying, okay, so just sit down and, and just assess what what things bring you positivity for your week. What makes you smile? Yeah. A simple thing. Like what, 100%. What makes you smile? Is it watching TV? Is it watching TV? Watch TV for half an hour a day. That, that's a positive change. That's something that, that, that can... Is it going out for a walk? Does that make you smile? Or is it just a case of, I don't know, going to sleep half an hour earlier? Sometimes, yeah. having half an hour extra sleep hey, a day... massive. In it? Sleep yeah, is the most yeah, underrated yeah, thing yeah, in the world. Yeah. I'll stand by it. 100%. You, I couldn't make... I swear my life... Uh, powerful that because this year last year sorry was the was the year that I realised how important sleep was because yeah. before that I operated off fucking everyone used to be like how do you, how do you go up at 4 in the morning what time do you go to bed I'd be like probably I can't go to sleep before 11am oh, sorry I can't afford to sleep before 11pm that's something that I should stop saying to myself because it's forming a belief but generally around that time if I go to bed in early I'm like looking at the ceiling yeah, yeah. so everyone's like how do you, you operate at 4 I'm sleeping I'm like, I just do it I just get it done but it's a wrong mindset to have because yeah we got shit done 
But when I get a solid eight hours kip, I'm different motherfucking yeah. guy the next day. Everyone is. So like, I'm, not, I'm not just ticking stuff off, but I'm ticking stuff off with like a fucking big fat green tick. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's just like next level tick off. And I've got a lad now, so sleep's interrupted. But we, me and the missus have banter about this in a minute as well. It's like you get a good night's kip we're all waking up on another level. Yeah. So I agree with you on that. I think I underestimate sleep for so long and got into this mentality because there's a lot of people out there. But this is one common uh, this one common myth that people get wrong, which is there's a lot of people out there say, get up early and attack your day. So people have got this mindset of it's, it's little sleepy. That's not what most people are saying. What most people are saying is go to bed a bit earlier. That's what they do. That's and, and all, get up all early. the people who get up early, they're all in bed by eight, nine o'clock. Exactly. Because they understand that to get up at that time, they need to have the sleep. Exactly. The sleep is one of the most important things in life. Yeah. And it's just it's just true. Yeah. Like 100%. Well, that has been fantastic <laughs> in episode. Okay, I'm going to carry on coming, mate. Just had a look at time and I'm like, that camera's already off. <laughs> <laughs> but that was fantastic. Really enjoyed it. Thank you for sharing the story, No, no I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate mate, it. Mate, really, really. So just shout as well. So it is B1 Mindset. B1 and Mindset. So is there a website? Is it just... Yeah, yeah. So www.com www.b1mindset.com um, at b1mindset on uh, Instagram and then obviously my gym over in Stockport Benchmark Gym uh, which is benchmarkgym.co.uk all going to be linked anyway in the description uh, and just shout out your, is it Ben your, your personal page oh uh, yeah ben.eastwood underscore yeah. Uh, BE yeah perfect perfect well thank you very much for coming on really really appreciate no, that I appreciate having me on man yeah, it's been a pleasure uh, make sure you like comment and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube um, go and show Ben some love as well appreciate does a huge favour coming on here um, and if you're listening on Spotify give us a five star review it always helps massively but yeah we'll see you next week thank you guys thank Cheers, you my man.